friends, Uncle Marv here with the IT Business Podcast, the show for IT professionals everywhere, where we try to help you run your business better, smarter, and faster. If you're here watching live, welcome. This is the final live show of 2023, the typical spot for the holiday show where we do a little recap of the year. I've got friends sitting in the green room ready to come out and chat with me, tell me what they liked, what they didn't like, all that sort of stuff. And we have winners to be announced for the 2023 IT Business Podcast Awards. The results will probably shock you. So I'd like to say welcome to everyone here. I know we've got some new people joining us for a very special show. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We might talk a little tech. We might not because adult beverages are welcome on this show. So I have no outline except for announcing the podcast winners. So who knows where we're going to go. But we will try to talk tech. We'll try to talk about what good things happened this year. And we'll try not to throw too many people under the bus. So let's uh, go ahead and do one other quick thing. I want to start with some listener submissions. We usually do videos and holiday cards. So I'm going to run that video and then bring in the people that are sitting in the green room. And we'll get right on with the show. Thank you very much to those that have listened and supported the show throughout the year. Some of those people are joining us right now on screen. Mr. Tom Bull, Stan the Man Lusant, Rickety Lickety Smith, <laughs> Jason and Diva Miller, 
and Paco Taco LeBron. How are we doing, folks? <laughs> wow. Oh, oh man. They say better than good, better than most. All right. <laughs> so the first thing I, I probably should address for people that were able to watch and see the video, uh, yes, it seems as though Tom Bull submitted the most when it comes to pictures and <laughs> and business cards. Here. He sent everything from the year and said, "Here, throw all of this in here." So no, I said, "Throw whatever you want. You, you chose it all." <laughs> well, we had to get TJ in the mix yeah. because everybody loves TJ now, and you know, thank you for sending the company pics. I love that. Stan, did you did you see the one of Chad? Yeah, you know. <laughs> we got to take what one, we can get Chad from that guy. You know? Santa Claus? What was that? Was Chad the one dressed as Santa Claus banging on the computer? Yeah, yeah I doubt that. No, he was the the doing the presentation. It had Merry Christmas on the screen there. So, all right. So let me ask everybody, you know, uh, Tom, you asked me before the show started how we were doing down here. Uh, it's been a little chilly. We've we've had some rain. We had a big storm last week. Um, didn't really affect us much. We get rain all the time. It's just the extension of hurricane season. But I, I've had I've had a little rough start the last couple of mornings. It was uh, it was like fifty two uh, yesterday morning, and man, that's cold. chilly. That's chilly down here, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got, me, got me rolling my eyes on that one. <laughs> 52. <laughs> so let's just go around the room and uh, tell everybody how we've been doing. Anything, you know, special happening for the company or the family, anything like that. And we'll just start across the top here. Mr. Bull, how are you and your family doing in your, in your company? Um, really lucky. It's been a great year for us. Um, Family-wise, we welcomed a grandson, our first grandchild, back in June. So that's a big deal of our friend group. We're the first ones to have a married child, and we're the first ones to produce a grandson. Yay, us. So, and uh, his name is Anthony Thomas. So that's, uh, that's really fun. I always make sure to say the Thomas part um, when I say his name because <laughs> he's named after his grandpa. Um, and then we had a great year, uh, at work, uh, business has been doing really well. We added a, uh, a ninth employee, which is kind of a big deal for us, but it was hard as hell to get that one person. I think three people signed the offer letter, hmm. uh, before the, the, the third guy actually showed up and he's working out really well. Um, we've been stealing business from. Uh, another local uh, MSP that's doing a crappy job. So it's been uh, it's been it's been a good year for us. We've been lucky. Nice, nice. So it's, you know, don't take this as a sign against you. Most companies that I know are having issues with people accepting sure. jobs and then not showing up. Yeah, the one the one guy uh, accepted the offer and then he kind of ghosted us and then came back and said. You know, yeah, I've, uh, you know, this other job that I really wanted uh, came through. So I was like, okay. The second guy, I mean, did the direct deposit thing, all the DocuSign stuff, and two hours before his first shift was supposed to start, he emailed and said he wasn't going to be able to make it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, 
it's just tough out there. I don't know if it's just our industry or it's or it's everywhere or hiring anyone under 30. I'm not really sure where where this is going. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a combination kind of out there. probably a combination yeah. of all of that. So yeah. well, congrats on on getting somebody. Uh Stan the man, let me ask, are are you even in the country right now? I am, I am, I am. My my body's not, but I I am <laughs> time zone wise. But uh yeah, everything's been well here. Yeah, definitely uh personally on the extensive travel side this year. So <laughs> I think uh, about to wrap it up, um, you know, echoing uh, Tom's sentiments in terms of business, everything has been well, just taking care of what needs to be taken care of with clients, keeping them happy and uh, making sure that we you know, fully support them going into new year. And it's been good watching some of those folks grow. Um, Tom, actually, <laughs> I'm just going to echo what, what Uncle Marv said. I got clients who have us creating accounts for people, all that. And people don't even show up to the first day, you know, filling out offer letters. These folks are going to somebody come in the door at 9 a.m. and they don't show up. So it just must mean that there's plenty of opportunity out there for them. Right. If they're not showing up and they got something else to go do instead. So maybe that's a sign on the other side that the market is hot, you know, for the employees so that they have the pick of the litter potentially, you know, Uh, whether that's good or bad for anybody here. You know, it just is what it is, I guess. But like I said, all, all's been well. Uh, thanks for asking, Mark. But personally and business-wise, we got no no complaints. Just keep chugging along. Of course not. Yeah. LinkedIn reminded me the other day. I completely forgot. I'm like going like year 21 in business here. So uh, that just nice. <laughs> happened. So. Congrats, man. Congrats. So, Rick, um, so I was talking to somebody that may want me to take a trip up to Jersey, and I'm like, Dude, I don't need to go to Jersey. There's people up there already, so I may have some business for you. Okay. Always, I always take business. <laughs> All right. Why, why Rick and not me? <laughs> Rick, I'm just messing with you, man. Because you're the million Hard dollar man. Yeah, you don't I'm need the help. <laughs> uh, how is business, Rick? Ah, uh, business is good. It's you know we're finishing the year. I will say it's up from last year, so that's a positive. We're doing good. Um, just going through some challenges. It's not really challenges. I say, uh, some, uh, opportunities, 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 but great. So as you see here in my beautiful home office, so probably be one of the last shots you see of it. Cause I'm going back to the office. So, or, you know, starting next year, I'll be going back to a physical get out of the house office because this while I love it, and it's great now because I'm an empty nester, so no no distractions, I still find myself getting distracted more now with no kids in the house. So uh, I just made the decision to go back and, and take some, you know, take a space that I can go somewhere else and get out of the house all day. So that's the big change for me for next year. All right. Is it going to be um, like a co-working space or a full-fledged no, office that's yours? Space. Okay. Um enough for for two of us which is all i need because everybody else is remote so it's good um but you know that'll be good um on the personal side it's been a good year like as i said you know my biggest challenge this year was my youngest daughter left for college so i'm officially an empty nester so that was a hard adjustment for me mm-hmm. a really hard adjustment for me but uh I, i'm i'm doing okay now I'm making it and Two of the kids are home now, and one will be the oldest will be back later tonight. Of course, she comes in, got to take up an 11 o'clock train from D.C., but that's her. So I got to stay up past bedtime to pick her up tonight. 
<laughs> past bedtime now. Man, I was... <laughs> <laughs> send her an Uber, man. Just send that huh? credit. Hey, man, this is New Jersey. I'm not letting my daughter. She has to come into Newark. She's not taking the Uber from yeah, Newark. No, no, no. She might end up down in Tom's neck of the woods. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to skip this one square and head over to Mr. LeBron. And, wow. Because uh, wow. we know how they're doing. So <laughs> how are things, man? Things are well. Um, very interesting year. Um, we ended up um, closing our actual. Well, we kept the address to our downtown office, but we actually closed it um, in the West Loop. We actually will probably be reopening that office in June in the Loop itself on Michigan Avenue. Um, having my employees nice. come in. Um, business has been good. We actually made some radical changes here in the last probably month and a half with staffing. Um, so we have increased our, at least throughput from, we had six people or seven people probably around September. Um, we are now in at 11. Um, some people oh, wow. have departed. Um, some on their own, some just wasn't a fit with the business. And uh, just trying to update some of the things that we're doing on our part. Uh, and as far as staffing, I feel for Tom because me and Rick actually were in a process of hiring an admin in the same process for MSP Unplugged for that side of the business and didn't show up after accepting the role as well. So, um, replied in saying, Hey, had a family emergency. We'll meet in the next meeting and then didn't show up for the second meeting. So, um, so we're still going through that process of hiring our first employee for MSP Unplugged. Um, and then for Prodigy Techs, uh, just outside of staffing, we're making some uh, big changes software-wise on a lot of tools and things of that nature that we're doing. So, is Dubinsky making you change the stack again? So Dubinsky is not with Prodigy Techs anymore. So <gasps> he actually uh, left in uh, <laughs> to enjoy retirement. So, uh, yeah, he left actually back in uh, October, November. Okay guess that's why he's been calling me asking me to go to a game or something he's, he's born <laughs> yep, yep yep no john uh john's enjoying retirement again so he's uh definitely uh, it's funny because i was actually migrating i was looking at a lot of the documentation that he put in our uh systems and man that that dude put a lot of work in for sure it's helped documentation is life right yep. isn't that yep. what he said documentation <laughs> is life so if he's watching this shout out to mr john dubinsky mm-hmm. all right and I'm going to ask Diva how things are going at that office because she's the one apparently that really runs things and puts the hammer down when it comes to money and all of that. How are things up there in uh, Tennessee? They are very well, actually. Um, we've increased. We're up to 18 employees. Nice. Um, we purchased a building. Well, we purchased it in 2022, spent six months renovating it. And now we have our own space that Jason nice. and I own that has its own rental space as well to bring in additional income. That's great. Money. Yeah. <laughs> we spent more money on the renovation than we did the building because the 70s called and needed their building back. Parquet floor, <laughs> uh, paneling. Um, what else was there? Popcorn ceiling. Linoleum. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a big move for us this year. Um that and just growing and 
Yeah, we feel you on the employee side of things. It took us, we lost a couple of people same within the same week. And then, um, then um, took us about two months, two and a half months to get one, one person hired. Then we finally got another one back. So it is a, it is a struggle. I mean, used to, we get put a job out, add out, get 60 resumes. And then now we're getting like 10 and half of them. It's like I built my cousin's brother's computer one time where, I like IT. Will you teach me? And it's like, no. <laughs> I have that kind of time. And then we have a lot that don't show up for interviews. Yeah, we had a bunch that didn't show, even show or up. Or call back. Yeah. We had this one guy that uh, messaged us two or three times on LinkedIn, messaging Rachel, and she finally replied back, said we're still you know, getting our stuff scheduled. And uh, the next day she messaged back and said, hey, you want to come in for an interview? Silent. I mean, he was checking in with us. But uh mm. Yeah, and then kind of like Paco, I guess uh, we're going through a you know stack evaluation, so we're probably changing up RMMs and EDRs here in the near future. Oh, that's why? 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 that's going to be a show. I want to know no, why. I want to know why anyone would change. I mean, if something better comes along, I get it, or it's cheaper, maybe. But tell me what why you would change. Uh <laughs> well, the, the people we've been—I won't throw anybody under the bus—but the people we've been, the RMM we've been using is. Uh, our techs are at their wits' end. Uh, yeah. Sentinel One integration is totally broke. Uh, yep. We just onboarded a new client yesterday, and uh, was it thirty some machines Sentinel One won't even install? Um, we went back. I and thought forth. you. I thought you went standalone on that. Uh, no, it's integrated. It's been integrated for a while. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I, I had the option of being integrated and went standalone, and it worked for me for a while until I left them. But I kept the Sentinel One part because the price is so good. Yeah. Well, the um, the other side of it is I have about you know we we have thousands of agents and mm-hmm. out of those thousands of agents we got twenty five percent offline. So uh, oh, yeah. So and it's it's been a little rough. Mm. So our techs are about to kill the product and me. So uh, we've been evaluating <laughs> a different RML and EDR solution to work hand in hand together. So. Uh, so that's uh, going to be fun to switch with as many agents as we have. No, uh, my guys love it and dread it at the same time. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think 2024 is going to be the year of the RMM slash PSA explosion. Uh, a lot of people are looking to change. I also might be looking at a change again, but uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. I will take a couple of minutes here to let you know that I will tell you how my business is doing. But first, I've got somebody that's sitting in the green room and we had somebody win one of the podcast awards. And when I reached out, they were available to come on the show. So they are going to accept their award here. So I have the mugs here already done. So, yep, it is here. And I will say this. Last year when we did the voting for the awards, it was pretty simple. Everybody just cast a vote and we counted and that was it. But there was a a lot of ballot stuffing, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So so I said this year we're going to add a little bit of a tweak and figure out a way not to allow ballot stuffing. And so I did this little BCS style three system uh, count where it was going to be the votes it was going to be the episode downloads. It was going to be the engagement, which was a combination 
of the website and podcast and other things. Um, I'm not doing that again next year. That was just <laughs> – it was too much. Statistics, man. Statistics. But it did bring, I think, some great debate, uh, some great um, participation in the voting. It was much better this year than it was last. Uh, people had to think about their vote, especially when you're voting for two in a category and you can't duplicate the vote. So it made it very interesting. I only had to disqualify one person that voted. And I'll tell you the reason I had to disqualify them is the best podcast episode and the best guest that they voted for had nothing to do with the IT business podcast. Voted for a completely different podcast and a guest that has never been on this show, even in years <laughs> past. So I said that ain't right. So, but I am going to leave them in for uh, a chance to win the uh, Amazon gift cards. But for now, I want to bring on the person that is representing the best episode. For 2023, and that is Key Tran from Vonahai Security. Best episode 483 is automated pen testing a thing. And Key, hey. welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Hello, everyone. Here is your mug that will be sent to you at some time in the near future. Heck yeah. Honestly, and, I'm uh, so excited. Whenever I saw your email today, I actually had to do like a double take. I was like, did Uncle Marv really just email me? I'm like, holy shit, he really did. I'm sorry, can I say that? You can. Like, yep, you can. You can. Yeah. Uh, I was like, he actually emailed me, and then the first line was, "I don't have your number." I was like, "Let me fix that right now." <laughs> and I just. Yeah. So, but hey, thank you everyone so much for having me on. Hello, hello. Yep. Now, um, so so this mud will come to you. You've got the one side there. You've got the trophy, as well, of course, the IT Business Podcast 2023 for recognition for this year. So uh, that'll be right. good. Now. This show was back in the summer. So do you remember doing the show, first of all? <laughs> I was, I, to be honest, I was going to say there's so much that has happened this year for me personally and like, you know, professionally. And it's I actually don't I remember doing the show, but I don't remember really what we talked about. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, it was but, a good but, show. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I think I think any time we, uh, we get on the air is usually a, a pretty good time with you. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, actually, I think I did reach out to you guys because I did have a customer that needed to do uh, pen testing more than a vulnerability report. And, of course, they didn't respond after I started the initial thing because once they heard the pricing, they're like, eh, it's too much. But um, although your, your, your uh, pricing is not uh, very much compared to some of the others. And for those that do not know, uh, Vana High Security – um, you are a Kaseya company, correct? Correct. Yeah. You've not been uh, tainted by the dark side, have you? <laughs> no, it's, it's actually been it's been pretty awesome, to be honest. Um, it's uh, we I've worked with I've I've spoken to more MSPs than I ever have in my entire life, and it's really cool to see the different approaches, the different perspectives every single day. Nice, nice. Now, for those that don't know, yes, it is automated pen testing. It's not a one-off. It's something that you can kind of do on an ongoing basis. Real quick, just for people that may not know, just give us a real quick elevator pitch for Vonahai. 
Yeah, uh, I, you pretty much already said it, but we are an automated pen test, uh, automated network pen test SaaS company, right? So our approach is, uh, and you know, it's interesting. There was a webinar recently that had some pretty triggering phrases in it regarding automated pen testing. Uh, no, it's not snake oil, right? It, it is a different perspective, and it just depends on how you want to look at it. And frankly, the, the best way to vet it out is take a look at it, right? Everyone thinks that, hey, it has to be a manual person doing it. But at the end of the day, they're also saying there's not enough cybersecurity professionals in the world. So the answer to that problem is just make everyone a, a hacker? That's ridiculous. The answer is automation. That's the answer. And frankly, I'm, I'm being a little cheeky here, but relatively speaking, automated pen testing is far less complicated and crazy than chat GPT and all the AI craziness we have going on right now. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I would say folks, if you need to do an ongoing thing with your client, the one-offs, I mean, yes, obviously they're nice, but to be able to have that ongoing testing so that in any point in time, you can go back and let the customer know, yep, here you are, you're good or you're not. Uh, this is a good solution. So very nice. Yeah. Uh, Key, what do you think you're going to do with your mug, and how is your your company going to respond? Uh, oh, for for winning the well, Von High is very excited. Um, like I said, it, you know, it's it's awesome. It's always fun to to win an award. It's always awesome to to be part of the community. Uh, but that mug, I'm I have I'm building, you know, in the room here in, in my office. I have a little swag wall, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna put the mug up there with all the rest of the swag. So nice, it's be great for 2023. I like hearing companies talk about a swag wall. Very nice. <laughs> Big thing here. All right. Well, Key, um, if you want to stay with us, uh, you're more than welcome. Um, I didn't prepare uh, you for anything and, you know, you, you, there's no obligation, but uh, you're welcome to stay if you like, but we're going to, we're going to move on and talk tech. No, absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off. That's okay. And then, um, but Tom, did you have a question? I saw you raise your hand. I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, the automated uh, part. How often is it? Weekly. Monthly? I'm sorry. Oh, how how? Often, how yeah. How, oh, how often? Yeah, I would say the, the the usual cadence, right? Right. Well, the way it's coded is it's really meant to to do it monthly. But most of the MSPs and the partners we work with typically do it maybe twice for their client. A quarterly being probably the most frequent. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, it was so nice to meet you all. Like I said, thank you so much again. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely appreciate your time and definitely appreciate the award. All right, Keith. Thank you very much. And we'll definitely be talking again in 2024. Absolutely. See you guys. All right, sir. Take care. I really uh, like that idea. Which idea? The automated pen testing idea. Yeah. yeah. Or the swag wall. I like both of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was checking on the swag wall. The market has behind him, isn't it? The swag. I'm going to have to redo this. Uh, we got to figure well, something out. Send some of it down to the Millers. They got a blank wall behind them. Well, this is this, this is, is home. our home office. <laughs> yeah, the home office. Uh, but yeah, we. Uh, I mean, don't you have the shirts and the rafters? Yeah, the shirts are in the rafters, uh, which you can't see. And I need to redo this. I need to figure something out because here's the thing. Monetarily, I don't want to just throw anybody up here because I'm like, I don't want to give free advertising to every vendor. So we're going to figure something out. That's why I don't wear their shirts ever. 
So if you, vendors watching 2024, if you want me to wear your shirt doing a show, send me a message. It's funny you say that because I always support the ones that support us all the time. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. <laughs> hey, I wore that. I wore a Freedom Voice jacket the other day. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. We still have one in the closet somewhere. It's a little tight. I'm going to have to uh, send it up to the cabin for. Uh... So what happens is, is my my uh, stepson gets all the shirts. So we actually have some pictures. I probably should have put together a little montage of him with all the vendor shirts. Because if I get extras, I send them up to the cabin. So, you know, I got two and three of certain shirts. But now I'm going to have to start collecting my size so that I, I can wear them. And then so I'll have a shirt in the rafters and the shirt to wear. So. You go to conferences, you bring back all the swag, and our guys love it. So we put it on the conference room table, they draw numbers, and they get to like pick you know, in order what they want. <laughs> That's great. So That's they, good. they love it. They love right. it. That's good. We're fighting over the stuff. So we just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, when you get low on shirts, that's when you know it's conference time, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we always try to be respectful and like get ourselves some stuff like day one or two. Then, like the end of the end of the thing, everybody's like, "We don't want to take this stuff with us. Take it, take it, take it." And then they're like, "Give you like ten shirts, you know." So you wait till the last day, and that's when you collect all the swag. So. Yeah, I can't wait till the last day to do my run though, because the good stuff might be gone. Oh yeah, and I'll send day one. You get the good stuff for you. We get the our stuff. Yeah, oh, I see. And we get the leftovers for the guys. I hope they're watching right now. They're like, this is what's really really been happening. The leftovers, huh? Well, I mean, it's always a lot of stuff. <laughs> you Everybody can't do it right thing. now. You can't walk it back now, Jason. I mean, I mean, backtrack back. I mean, you know, something like that. <laughs> so. You know, I, I thought it was funny. I remember at that at, at tech con when TJ was there, he was like, can I take this? I was like, yeah, I'm going to take it. <laughs> I told him to take everything. <laughs> Hey. Show up with the same bag every day and fill it. <laughs> if it fits in the suitcase, if it fits in the suitcase on the way home, you're good, right? You're good, right? Yeah. So. Well, that's always like the uh, the TV at the end of the show. That's why it's always a giveaway. No one wants to take the screen back, right? <laughs> I got one of those. I got one of those this year. Um, I don't know if I can say their name, but they were walking out. It was. It was exchange. Uh, in Orlando this year and the TV, they didn't have the remote and they didn't have the legs and they were walking out and saw me and they're like, Hey, do you want this? And I'm like, does it work? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. So I got him. It's a 32 inch and it was an easy fix. I got the remote online and I found the feed for it. So it is uh, sitting in here waiting to probably go to my sister's. So she can have a TV for my nephew, but that'll be good. Nice, not a boy. So uh, as soon as I get her on the show and get permission to talk about them, I will. But it's a vendor that has not been on the show yet. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, oh, I was going to tell everybody. So my year has been good. It is um, so for the third year in a row, I have broken records here for revenue, income, net income. So it is looking good. Uh, however, I do know that a lot of that is due to one project that I am 80% done with. So it was over a hundred grand just for that project alone. 
and it is going to carry over into 2024, but that's okay. Uh, it should be good. That is the project that I had the virtual machines mm. terminal servers, which has been interesting. And we still have two servers to replace. And the company is probably going to do one more move of a major office, about 30, 30 or 35 people in that office. We've got to move and convert them from a domain office to a remote office as well. So it'll be interesting with that. And then I've got another law firm. These are all my lovely law firms that we had a situation. They have time matters and we did an upgrade from that for them recently. The upgrade itself went fine, but when we went to go activate their software, the Azure or the AWS activation servers were offline. So we could not activate the server to make it run so that they could work. And this was at 6 p.m. on a Tuesday night, which we thought, okay, the server should be back up soon. So at 12 noon the next day, (laughs) the principal is calling me saying, hey, can we roll back to – the previous version and just work off of that. I'm like, no, because we'd have to uninstall the workstation client. We'd have to not only roll back the server software, it was SQL by the way. So we'd have to roll back the database and the SQL version. And I said, no, we we can't do that. Luckily the services came back up at 2 PM. So They were able to work and stuff. So now I'm tasked with finding a way to make it so that they can roll back to the previous day, no matter what. So being able to activation that was off. It was just a license activation. Only I only ask because I had this problem recently with Abacus. Um, Oh wow! Same thing. Yeah, and I got these guys on the phone, and they remoted in, and they couldn't do an offline activation. No, they can't. Uh, time so, matters. No, so, yeah, it's it's and, the and, stupidest and, thing. Well, and just so you know, you know that's a cert- that, that we've been running that program at this client for a long time, and that was a situation where uh, there was a database issue, so we rolled, we did roll back according to backup and it still needed to talk to their licensing servers that were not functioning. So, uh, yeah, that's why I asked that question, which application. Yeah. And of course that prompted the question, well, why should we go to the cloud if we're going to have situations like that? (laughs) You're going to have the problem either way, but they were correct in the sense that in the old days, you could just simply call up, get an activation code over the phone Type it in and you're good to go. But in this case, they, even though they tell you if you can't activate call, all the text said was, oh, yeah, we're down. Can't help you. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, before we continue on, I want to go ahead and announce the next award. And as you can see, I'm taking off the paper because I just printed this mug out before the show here. This is going to be the best swag award for the vendor swag. 
And I was quite surprised at this winner as well because they were not somebody that I had given a best swag billing to after one of the conferences, but they were in the top three. So when all the votes came in, the best swag for 2023 went to Black Point Cyber. And the swag that was specifically mentioned was a pen and their shirt. And when I tell you just about every vendor that got voted on, most of them were because of the shirts. And the Black Point Cyber shirt, I will say this. It is, for some reason, soft shirts <laughs> have been the thing. And this is a soft shirt. It's a very simple logo on the front. They've also got their logo name on the back and then an American flag on the sleeve. But it is a nice, soft, and it's one of those soft form-fitting shirts. Is that the best way to say it? Where it's not a loose shirt that looks all wrinkled and hanging, but it it's a nice undershirt is what I would say. So <laughs> Black Point Cyber. Now, I did reach out to some people at Black Point. The contact that I have is no longer there. So I mm. sent uh, a couple of messages and I actually tried to reach them out uh, reach out to them on LinkedIn. I've gotten no response. So if anybody is watching from Black Point Cyber or knows somebody at Black Point Cyber, let them know that they've got a mug from Uncle Marv that we need to present to them. I'll send you the new contact. I'll send you the they, new contact over there. They they may not know how big a deal this is. So <laughs> but it's, it's it's been a couple of years since they've been on the show and you know they haven't been to every conference, so yeah, they may not know. But, yeah, but you're Uncle Marv, so. Well, now they know. Yeah, I'll connect you. I'll connect you with Sarah Beth, Marvin. <laughs> All right. It's a big deal. <laughs> All right. So who's this? Look at here. So we got uh, Matt Fish from Fort Mesa hanging out in the chat here. Uh, I should do some uh, acknowledgments here, Mister Golden. Cluster them SQL servers. <laughs> yeah. If only they would agree to pay for two. That's always a big thing with these law firms. Uh, uh, let's see. Who else is in here? Uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo asked a question, Paco, earlier. What are you struggling with? LOL. I'm struggling to open up my damn whiskey bottle for the past 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, there's a, sto there's a story behind it. So... Um, my fiance and my future sister-in-law and her, they're like maid of honor. They were up one night late and they were like taking shots and this is my bottle of whiskey and they drink shots out of it. So they emptied it. So I bought a new one and apparently I tightened the top so tight so that they wouldn't be able to open it. And <laughs> I can't, I've been struggling right now. You child proofed it and you can't undo the child proof. <laughs> That's like hiding yeah. something from somebody and forget where you hit it, right? Right. So yeah. So I forgot how I did it, but yeah, there's uh there's something around here that's like a lid opener that I gotta find out. So. I just crashed from the bottom, man. Just hit it on the table. It'll break. Oh it'll yeah. <laughs> like the weddings, you just take the knife and chop the top off. Yeah, that too. Oh man, oh man. Oh, looky here. I got somebody else has joined us in the green room. Uh, this is not an award winner, although she should be. 
but let's welcome in Don Sizer from Third hey, Element Dom. Consulting. Hello. What's up, darling of the channel 2023? How are you? Not much. Yes, I'm good. I'm good. It's getting down to the end of the year and, you know, all my shit's done. It's kind of nice. I have a couple little I's to dot, T's to cross, and I am done for the year. Looks nice. Good. Nice, nice, nice. Um, are you guys taking off all of next week? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're in IT, right? I mean, they don't expect you to ever be off. Of course not. Oh, no, we run we run twenty four seven, so we don't get that option. I had I had a client ask me if I could uh, do a project for them since they're closed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if you're closed, I'm closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's never no. It's always how much. And when the when you say the how much, all of a sudden it doesn't need to be done anymore. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the answer is always yes for me. Like I said, it's always how much. Although I will say, uh, what was it, 20, 2018, my law firm that needed to move into their space, they were supposed to move in over the summer, but things got drug out and it took them two months to get their internet connection in because of the building that they were in. It was an old style concrete building that, and it was a historic building, so they couldn't just tear into walls. So they decided that they would move the week between Christmas and New Year's. But they didn't tell anybody until like the 15th. So they had to scramble because there was the cubicle team that they had to get on board. So I had to coordinate cubicle installations with cable installations because, of course, we have to run cables through the cubicles. But the cubicle people didn't have enough crew to move the cubicles. So I don't know how it ended up that I helped them find labor to move cubicles. Oh, Christmas magic happened. Look at you. That's not a job, right? Of course. And um, they were like, so how much do you think this will run us? I'm like, double whatever we thought it was. And they were like, you can't be. And I'm like, you realize – that we're not going to be able to find people between Christmas and New Year's. And anybody that I find is going to want time and a half minimum. And uh, I said, either that or we can wait till the first of the year. So got that nice check. <laughs> it worked out all good. So, does anybody really get that week off? Like any of you? Anybody here? I take it off. I turn it off. My That's my team's problem. <laughs> I try I'll, to I'll come back to the fire. I'll come works. back to the fire later. Yeah, we're taking Friday and Monday off, but you know, I used to. I would hope you get Monday off, but uh. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying we're taking Friday and Monday. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That I, I was last night. I went to uh, do a project that was going to be officially my last thing to do. I said I'm going to take. I'm going to do that. Then do some admin Thursday. For, when you know Wednesday, Thursday. Take Friday off and not work again until the, the second. Of course, I get there. The stuff is not ready. So I got to go next week to do it, which absolutely blows. But I was going to find something to do anyway. I never find it's never a way to get that week off. I used to work for a company back, you know, it's just back in the 90s, back when you guys were still in grade school. But um <laughs> We worked for a company that uh, that made that wrote software for graphics hardware, basically graphic computers. And 
they, they were an international company and they said, you know, not a lot goes on between Christmas and New Year's. So um, they gave everybody two things. They gave everybody the week off between uh, Christmas and New Year's and they gave everybody a week's pay uh, as a bonus. Um, so you got basically two weeks and then the two weeks off that you had, um, you know, for your regular vacation. So I said, you know, one day when I own my own business, I'm going to do that. Yeah, no, can't, can't do that. <laughs> not, not in the business, not in the business I'm in now. <laughs> Just There's too, too many businesses want to move, you know, too many things happening between, um, you know, Christmas and New Year's in my world. Yeah, I want to bring up the moving as a question for everyone here. A- am I the only one or is this standard where, you know, clients decide to move or design to expand or whatever it is and decide to not tell us these things? Yeah, you're the last one to know, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. timing. In fact, I just had a situation where I've been asking for what's going on with the building forever. I got nothing, and all of a sudden, I got an architectural drawing that was dated July fifteenth, twenty twenty three, and I'm hearing we just got it, <laughs> but the date is on it. And by the way, can you guys get cabling done in the next three days? Because we didn't cable <laughs> in the next three days. So, we in case you're one, yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm like, you know, when you when something happens more than once, you're just like. Is it is it us? Is it me? But uh, you know, so I don't know if anyone else has any of those stories that they could share. Two, but. two days ago, I got the email from the client that I haven't heard from, or the prospect that I haven't heard from in in over a month, and says, "All right, we're ready to go with that twenty four user phone system. Can we install it between Christmas and New Year's?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> sure can't. Can't port the number that fast. Can't do any of it that fast." So I gotta- people don't think. An email from or a call from a guy. Of course, the beginning of December, he contacts me and it's like, "Hey, I'm moving to a new space." Okay, cool. Do you have any clue when? No, not yet. Okay. Well, uh, when you get keys to the place, we'll go look at it and see mm-hmm. what you need. And of course, he needs internet. He's like, "I need internet," so I sent it over to my rep and seen what all different type of connections are there. Got pricing, sent it over to him. I said, "You know, it's probably two two and a half weeks to get internet installed, uh, so I need to make sure when you're ready to move, we do this." So he contacts me yesterday and says, hey, Jason, we're moving. Um, I want to be fully in the new space by next Friday. Uh, by the way, I'm not sure there's any cabling in the place. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. So I was like, I, I, I can't, even, can't even get the Internet installed. That now. You know, it's like, come on, man. And then if you need cabling, our cabling guys are about four weeks out. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not happening. So uh, I don't know where people come up with this wild stuff. It's like we started this beginning in December. But, hey, I'm going to let you know less than a week and a half before. I want to move. It's like, I don't get it. And it doesn't matter how many times you tell them, you have to tell me, you have to tell me when things, when anything is changed, you have to tell me. And they just don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They they still don't. I mean, I told the guy two and a half weeks for internet and it gives me like a week and a half. So So Tom, was your people just wanting to try and spend their money before the end of the year? Is that why they wanted it? No, they were just trying to get done while it's a school. So they wanted to do it while they were closed. Well, so we have a lot of people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to do things. Oh, can you build that by the 31st? Yeah. Well, I, I can always build it by the 31st. <laughs> yeah, you can build Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Work it done. <laughs> you might not get it done till March, but. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. I'll build you the whole next year on the 31st. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so, uh, so, so guys, and, and this is why I was just saying this to everybody, like, at some point, 
these folks have to communicate with someone about something. And I don't understand, do do they, do all other vendors kind of have the same problem? Uh, or like I said, and of course the other one for us is the copier just shows up magically and no one told us that a copier was coming, right? So, so you know, that's the classic example that I, I know everyone here has had at one point in time that a, co- a new copier has showed up. And in a corner get, where there's no connection. Yeah, and you get a phone call. You know, or changing it out, right? Or changing yeah, it out, right? Now. And bring it out yeah. and, and getting a new one. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, the copy guy's here. Here, talk to him. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we usually get the ticket. It's like random ticket. Hey, my scan to, e- scan to folder, scan to email doesn't work. And it's like you go to log in, and it's like, this isn't the copier you used to have. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a new copier last week. Oh, cool. Ooh. Who installed this? You know, it's like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they go around install the drivers and all the workstations instead of the server, you know. So today I had to do a walkthrough at a warehouse that I did not know a client had because they got Comcast internet at the warehouse, put up Amazon ring cams and don't have cameras and called me in a panic because we need the cameras to work. Because one of my guys needs to be fired because we ran over the city water line, and I can't tell who it was because the cameras aren't working. And I'm like, first of all, didn't know you had a warehouse, <laughs> and uh, didn't know you needed Wi-Fi there. So they want to see how quickly we can get access points. And of course, it's a Florida building, all concrete, four bays. The signal will not go from one bay to the other three. So it'll be fun. And there's no place to mount Wi-Fi access points on a concrete ceiling. There is. It's just hard. Yeah. Right? That's, <laughs> that's the cable company's responsibility. I'll give them the access points, run cables, figure out where to go, and then I'll configure them. I think that the funniest story I have is we had a client and I, I bitched Paco, excuse me, I complained to Paco about this. This was in the middle of the middle of the summer. Client added two rooms to her doctor, added two rooms to the office, and then called and said, hey, none of the equipment works. We plug it in, and it doesn't work. I said, what are you talking about? It's been working, right? So this is the the other stuff. We just ran. We we set up all of the cabling for it, for the x-ray machines and all this stuff. So we had set it all up. So the electrician and the contractor, going back to your question, Stan, I guess those are the only two people who knew that it was some something going on. The contractor, the electrician and contractor came in. They ran the, the data cable. They ran the data cables in those rooms. But what they did was they just strung them up the wall, dropped them in the room where all the, in the server, and they just left them there. So she's thinking everything works. And they're not connected. They're no not terminations. No terminations. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm going through and I said, they're not online. Nothing's online. I don't see any of them. Then I finally go there and realize then it's like, I was like, where did all, where did these rooms come from? First of all, and then who put all this stuff in? And then I can't figure out and for the life of me. I'm like, and this is one of those things where you, when you're half angry and half, like, don't really, you know, you, you're kind of lost. I'm like, where the hell are these lines going? Like, so I'm looking, I see the, they're punching. I take them out, take, un, unscrew them from the wall. I see there's actual cable going up the wall. They just took the lines, ran them to the room, dropped them on top of the drop ceiling. And just left them there. Didn't nobody bother to tell me. I said, you should call them back and tell them they got to fix this. <laughs> he said, you can't do it. I said, no, you pay them for it. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Well, I guess the only similar story to that is I got a call earlier this month about a CPA firm whose model was being remodeled. And so they were moving to the suite next door. They tell me the day before that the move needs to happen because they have to be out of that suite by the first. Oh, yeah. So actually it was early November. So they had to be out before the first. I show up to move the equipment. And they're like, oh, yeah, we need everything online. There's no Internet hookup. They didn't call Comcast to move it over. They didn't um, check to see if any, there were reports, but there's no patch panel. There's nothing. So they get Comcast to go out. The building will not install any cabling in that temporary suite, and they're only in there for a month. <laughs> so he yells at me. He's telling, saying, you know, I can't operate my business like this. You should have known. I was like, you should have. I didn't. Well, I <laughs> so here I said, well, you should have and told me that that you guys were going to do this a couple of weeks ago. Buy fifty foot uh, cat five cables and run them behind your admin to each individual room. That's what your your temporary solution is. And yeah. so he he didn't like that answer, but that was the point of that. So yeah, communications key. Hmm. So you, I, I'm hearing a common thread here. Has anybody uh, looked into reselling cellular routers? Yeah. So we do have a few of them, but we, but for us, it's not, um, you can't get them that fast is the problem. So I just signed up, Rick, this is going to be big for you, Rick. I just signed up with Verizon and we're reselling their cellular, their 4G and 5G routers and their little, they're fancier than jet packs, but uh, wireless stuff, mostly for failover, but for construction trailers, for pop-up stores, for you know, food trucks for all kinds of stuff. And even for temporary, you know, they, they forgot to order the thing. You can have it ready. You can have it in your hand and just activate it and drive over there and be ready to go. <laughs> so, and it's interesting that, I mean, the, the plans are kind of affordable, you know, under a hundred dollars a month for uh, 50, uh, for 50 uh, megabits. And then it'll go up from there. But I mean, you can get a hundred megabits for like $150 a month. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. We uh we actually work with a local company that resell uh, uh T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon. They've got three SIMs in a in one router. Um and, and it'll fell over to either one. It takes the strongest signal. You pay one plan, which is their unique thing cuz most of these you play Oh, that's nice. Cards. Uh but they you buy like 25 gigs of data for 10 bucks a month, keep it on fell over. You, uh, you get a management portal to manage it if you decide that you know they fell over, it shoots you an email alert uh when they're X amount of data left and you can log into portal and give them some more data through like in a failover mode permanently or something like that. Uh, so yeah, we're he, looking to do it as a failover on our sonic walls. They're unlimited. Yes, that's what we do. They're unlimited do. on the, on, on the downloads, but the speeds are not, you know, they're not awesome, but they're, they're well, good enough for a lot of things. Yeah. yeah as long as it's temporary, right? It's good. Yeah. Yeah, but they got to still tell you they need something temporarily, which is the problem we've been talking right. about. <laughs> well, the, whole yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole communication thing. Yeah. 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 It doesn't solve that problem. Well, yeah. and, and look, and I'm, and I'm sure when it all happens properly, right, everyone has a successful outcome. I just, I, I think the part that continues to baffle me is that they tell someone, but somehow right. we're nowhere <laughs> on the list. It's all your fault. Yeah. So, you know, Nobody probably the company the that they have the most contact with is is us, right, on an ongoing basis. They remember to call the electrician. They remember to call the plumber. Mm-hmm. They remember to call the sheetrock guy, right? They call everybody else and forget to call us, which I think is, uh, is hilarious. Oh, it's because we're miracle workers and we keep doing it. We keep bailing them out. Yeah. Well. 
Tom, one thing we do do is, uh, besides those little hot spots that you would resell, uh, we have a Verizon, we added a Verizon uh, home internet box to our uh, things, 25 bucks a month, unlimited data, and uh, 300 meg down, like 50 up or something. If you pay 45 bucks a month, it's up to one gig down and uh, 100 up. But, That's uh, great. 5G unlimited home internet. But we keep one of those uh, at our business, so if a customer goes down, we can rush it out. It's got you can run port it. Out. That's great. Plug, Smart. Plug it in. Let them borrow it. Uh, we had a Comcast modem get zapped at one of our customers, and of course, it's a retail store that does a lot of business. So we rushed that down there, plugged it in, and took Comcast like six days uh, to get the holes and the cable modem and cabling fixed where the lightning struck it. So, like literally struck the pole. So um, that saved their saved their day for sure. So. Yeah, and, and, and uh, with this Verizon model, they're specifically targeting MSPs. So yeah. they, they want you to uh, to resell it. And I went to the first meeting, and there's a bunch of people that resell wireless. I didn't know that. There's this whole counterculture of uh, people that resell wireless. And, um, you know, like people used to resell T1s and, and straight dial tone. Uh, and they're doing it for wireless. So that's who they were targeting. I was the only MSP in the room, and there's probably 50 people there. So uh, it was interesting. It's kind of like ground level, Rick. So I'll share the information with you. I think it would be a good thing for you to have. Nice. Hey, Don, that reminds me, since we were talking about all this cable talk, um, any luck in finding a certified cable tester in uh, West Pennsylvania? So I think your best bet is that boots on the ground crew that we use okay. uh, randomly. I think Dave gave you their information previously. Yeah. And if he didn't, I'll make sure that he gets it over to you. I would give them a call. I'm betting they, cause I know cabling is like their, their number one thing that they do. All right. You got any stories for us? I mean, we, we all have the same stories, right? Everybody's <laughs> got the, the same thing. It is just, honestly, once you do, especially once you do a setup one time and we do, we do retail setups over and over and over again for a couple of the clients that we do. So you know what a new build out looks like. The, the failover thing is huge. There are a bunch of devices out there that you can get that are, they show up next day. So it's not like they're, they're slow or anything like that. It's the Sims that you have to get for them. And it's just more a matter of like, which one do you want to have? Which one do you need? Or are you just going to plug directly in because that client actually has backup and, and failover and stuff like that? And how many ports do you have on your on your device to get plugged into it? So it's just there's all kinds of options out there. You don't have to go to like Verizon or whatever. I mean, you can do anything from a cradle point out to something else. It's just what do you want? You know, what what's the what's the person's um, tolerance for failure and how much money do they want to spend? But the biggest thing that, that I'm hearing from all of you is that account management piece, right? Why do people not tell you shit? Because we all, we've all been there, right? And we've noticed, huge, I mean, we have two account managers now, so we're a little bit, we're a little larger. And we're finding that that constant touch, the constant conversation that isn't technical per se, is what stops a lot of that. So if you're getting to that point to expand out to an account manager, that should help with some of that stuff, it doesn't get rid of it completely. Cause again, we're miracle workers. We can make things happen. You know, the magic of Christmas or the magic of it, whatever it is. I, I have no idea what that is, but um, it does help. And like I said, it's the, the constant conversation that isn't just, 
here's some new shit you can buy and here's some fun stuff. And we're going to talk about stuff you don't care about and security. It'll be a fantastic conversation. It's the, how do we grow your business? What does this look like? How can we, you know, adjust the efficiency of this particular process? What does this workflow look like? So those conversations tend to change the relationship and the dynamic of the client. And once that dynamic starts to shift a little bit, you stop having some of those those weird things that goes on. And that's it's just an operational maturity thing that comes in time. You still have the hiccup now and then, but that kind of crazy goes from, geez, how does this keep happening to, oh, we had one of those this year. No big deal. Yeah, that is good. Well, it's the top of the hour, so I know that some of us have to go. And before that happens, I want to continue the conversation. So uh, I want to announce the third IT business podcast winner this year. And then we'll play the holiday montage video. We're actually staying until nine 30 today, folks. So for those of you that are new to the show, normally we cut out of here at nine, but we'll stay past for a post show. Uh, the best guess was highly contested last year. It was highly contested this year. And I had to go to a triple tiebreaker to get this winner. <laughs> and it is quite interesting that Rob Ray had to win because of a tiebreaker to be the best guest for 2023. But uh, he is the winner. It uh, was very close. We're talking like two percentage points. And all of the things. So I wanted to get that announced out there. Uh, he was not able to be on the show, nor was his marketing person able to be on. But uh, they have already said thank you for their win there. So Rob Way. So you got 50, so you got 50 votes? What was that? So you got 50, 50 votes? 50 people voted? Uh, about that. Okay. We're just going by the two percentage point thing. Oh, no. that It's... No, remember, it's a BCS style, so there was votes, ah. engagement, all that stuff. So it's, so it's Florida. Florida. Yeah, yeah. Florida rules. There, was a, there was a hanging chad at Florida one point. Rules. Seminole rules. <laughs> yeah. You screwed us with the playoffs. You're not screwing us with the with my own award. So what you're saying oh, is God. that Excaligator has happened and someone has pulled the knife out of the alligator. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, so because I know some of you have to go, I'm going to play the montage video. We have somebody else in the green room that looks like they want to join, so I want to get them in here. Uh, but before we do that, uh, because this will be the official part of the podcast, I do want to say thank you to everyone that has participated this year with the podcast, whether you were a guest, a participant, a listener, a vendor. It has all been fantastic. This has probably been uh, my favorite year doing the podcast. So I want to say thank you because it is because of all of you that uh, has made that possible. The fact that I know that people are listening, I'm getting questions, I'm getting comments, I'm getting scathing emails when we do something wrong. So I appreciate that. Um, being invited to the conferences and participating with the vendors has been great this year and looking forward to doing a lot more of that in 2024. And uh, I want to say thank you. That's pretty much it. So let me get this montage video going. And anybody that is still here will continue on. But for everybody else, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you soon.